you know, I didn't want to start this episode on a serious note, but I have a a PSA that I want to discuss with everybody. Um, it's a public apology. Um, Is this about candy corn? No. Good. Don't um, apologize for that. So a couple episodes ago, when we talked about unicorns, we discussed some pretty high-stakes stuff, namely unicorns and the world around them. And I uh, I accidentally called some dwarves fairies because I misunderstood Grunk or Grop or whatever the hell that dude's name is. <laughs> you already forgot. I don't... I don't know what his name was, but he is apparently as uneducated of a foreigner in this magical land as I am. So he was not a reliable resource. And so I just wanted to formally apologize to everyone for my mistake. But I would like to say that all of the hate mail I've been receiving from both dwarves and fairies is, you know, it's like, it doesn't even hurt my feelings because it's kind of nonsensical. Like, if you guys are going to be mad, at least get further than a vague threat. Because a lot of it, it's just talking about my height, and it's not very clever. Like, one of them set, calls me a dirty stretch dwarf yeah. and talks about biting my kneecaps. One of them <sighs> called gonna... you a cloud sucker, too. I like that one. That was yeah, creative. that one I thought was pretty creative. That was pretty good. And then the fairies are just very matter of fact one of them just emailed me you do not have wings period <laughs> just just accurate i don't know if that was meant to be insulting or not honestly um but i just i just wanted to start there cuz you know i do apologize i'm glad that. i'm glad so that we're long. finally airing this out um because i wanted to say that uh, I also misrepresented the dwarves. I called them elves. I called them all elves, every single one. Um, I do not apologize, though. So there's that. You know, and that's that's what we got for you guys, I guess. <laughs> Were the dwarves or the elves more mad about that? I didn't really read your emails because I was pretty bogged down in mine. I don't know. I spam filtered most of them. Oh, that's smart. I should have done that. Well, um, that's, you know, like I said, I didn't want to really start on a serious note, but it felt like it needed to be said. I mean, it makes sense, uh, yeah. Yeah, so to to roll into our actual podcast. Uh, welcome to We Have That Documentary at Home. I'm Ranger Rachel. And I'm Outback Adjective Gamage, and this is our Koala Adjective Podcast. The only podcast to brave the wilds of nature and bring back an unturtled Mitch McConnell. Each week, we spin a wheel to explore a new and exciting topic in the world. This week, we bring you tips for surviving the in-real-life outback steakhouse. Is this offensive? These four walls were once a refuge for middle-class families looking for a high-ticket meal at a relatively low-ticket price. More than a decade ago, it was a bustling hub for ritualistic visits. Families would make their maiden voyage to the outback a few times a year, even once a month for those lucky enough to turn good harvest on their investments. But was once a bustling concourse, an exchange of human intimacy and meats that rivaled the Roman Empire, is now a ghost town. 
In 2013, the national news covered a breaking story about the Outback using kangaroo leather for their seating and kangaroo meat for their steaks, and it has been downhill since. Can't wait for the apology next episode for this one. <laughs> I like how you, you know apologize to mythical beings, and then you just you know? like roll right into just <laughs> just completely mocking real people. An accent. Yeah. <laughs> well. The mythical beings deserve more of an apology than the Australians. Whoa, whoa. You know, I don't know if you've checked you Podbean recently. We have think... one listener in New Zealand. Do we really? We do. That's not Australia, and they're going to be more offended uh, by the fact I... that you felt the need to connect that dot than they will I mean, be about is... my shitty Aussie accent. Okay, an Aussie accent can also be a New Zealand accent. No, so. no. You're going to piss off. You're going to have to apologize to New Zealanders more than I'm going to have to apologize to Aussies. I think we established that I'm not going to apologize to them when you bring up your apology to Australia. Kimmage is not going to apologize to anybody. We're just going to put that I'm out there apologize as an early to anyone, PSA. Anyone Kimmage about will never anything. apologize for anything. But, but... I'll, I'll also never have any allegations against me. I'm not texting teenagers. I'm not grooming anybody. Fuck that. I'm not asking audience listeners for nudes. Nope, not me. Squeaky clean. Yeah, you definitely don't. Find, do find my old tweets where I say the N-word. I dare you. <laughs> I don't even have a Twitter. For this exact reason. <laughs> it'd be so easy to find everything if I had one. Are you saying if I had a Twitter, I'd be saying the N-word? Yeah, probably. Oh, that's, uh, that hurts. <laughs> okay, you know what's actually funny about this Australian accent thing? All of it? So my boss at work, well, yeah, obviously, it was horrible. My boss at work is an Australian man, and he moved here with his kids. I mean, I, like, he's been a around the globe and everything, but I think his kids were raised in Literally. Australia for, like, a couple years. But for whatever reason... The older child has kept the Australian accent, even though I don't, I might be wrong. So, Charlie, I'm sorry if I'm mocking you and I'm totally wrong. I think they moved when they were like three. It's possible, home, but it, it could have been, uh, been home he, life. Uh, some people yeah, um, he's like. He's got a strong accent and it just, it makes me giggle because his younger brother does not. There are some people like um, um, Rubber Ross. uh Twitch, he's a streamer, he's a great streamer. He's from Australia, and he had the accent, but, like, it slowly acclimated out of him. And for some people, it does. And then for others, like Alana Pierce, like, she still has her very thick Australian accent. Like, it just, the brain is, is very unique among every person. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it makes me giggle every time I talk to him. Accents make you giggle? I mean, yeah, probably most of them. They're entertaining. Typical white trash American. Fuck yeah. With your white trash name, like, like Brittany, it's the white trash <laughs> name. But like, yeah, it's, like, it's one of those Chris. hyphen names, like, like, like Brittany Lee or, or, or Brittany Jean, something like that, but very trashy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Brittany, Brittany Lee, Brittany Jean, all of that. Just ugh. <laughs> disgusting. Um, anyway, so, uh, this week we are actually here to talk to you about life pro tips. And also to beg you not to cancel us. And also to beg you not to follow any of our goddamn advice about these life pro tips, because I promise you, anything we tell you will lend you will land you in hotter water than where you are now. True. Unless 
we tell you to go into cold water, then it might not. Fair. Either way, you're not going to like it, though. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm so ready to fuck up some lives today. I mean, help save some lives today using our okay. amazing problem-solving skills and life experience that we definitely yeah. have. Look, you know what? If we can unmask a fucking train as a cryptid, or unmask a cryptid and it's a train, whichever one of those makes sense. <laughs> I, I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if the cryptid was the train or the train was the cryptid. But I'm, yeah, either way, we got it was a pretty great people. track record so far. Like unmasking the the train, uh, figuring out the meaning of Halloween. Uh, yeah, I think we've been doing great. Murders through other podcasts, which are still kind of unsolved. Whatever. So I think our first um, life tip request is pretty good. Uh, how to de-stinkify a preteen. Well, this is going to be kind of a slam dunk. Shower every day. Look, when you, when you uh, uh, start blossoming into a young adult person your hormones are all over the place and you can develop awkward scents. Uh, the way I combated it was I showered literally every morning. And I know people say don't do that. Oh, it destroys the skin and the oils in your hair. I don't care. And that's that. Uh, now, I know that a lot of people um, will shower a lot and still have a weird smell to them. This is yes, because... Yes, and for those people, my recommendation is if you call the warehouse that makes Axe body spray and just ask them for a, like a five-gallon drum of the liquid that's aerosoled in the can, um, it's going to cost you more. But if you just dip yourself in that, um, you will still be disgusting. Yeah. But it will be a different type of disgusting. Yeah, it'll be like nightclub at 3 a.m. disgusting. <laughs> Yeah, it won't be a sweaty locker room. It'll be sweaty locker room covered in nightclub at 3 a.m. By the way, yeah, the thing about cologne and Axe is that it doesn't make you smell better. It just masks your stink. And more often than not, it will like combine with it. And it just smells worse. And what you're doing is you're conditioning other people around you to when they smell that deodorant or cologne it smells worse to them than it does good and that's why most people i think hate axe body spray to this day yeah i would say most sane people hate axe body spray um my boss at work is rather entertaining when he forgets to put on deodorant in the morning he has axe spray hidden in his desk that he uses which just makes the entire office smell like a herd of 12 year olds has rolled through and like you said doesn't really make it better just max masks the stink i understand and accept your boss because uh i've done the same thing where um i usually have i don't use it uh it's not my go-to deodorant but i usually have not axe but old spice whether that's better or not that's up to you i'll have an old spice like spray deodorant old spice is a thousand times better sure but that would be like an adult fucking option i mean instead of axe body spray sure but my point is is that i had it in my backpack and like 
you know, if I ever like had a day where I didn't wear deodorant or I, I was dealing with garbage and got extra stinky, I would be so grateful that I had that like emergency thing. No, that's thing. absolutely acceptable. And I did a similar thing where even in my Axe, office, even there's... Axe, I think Axe doesn't smell good. Def- preferences, Look, but I'd rather Axe... have that than have nothing. Yes, is Axe better than Bo? Absolutely. Is it right? To as an adult human being that regularly goes to the store to consistently continue to buy yourself Axe body spray instead of just a backup of your fucking deodorant to put in your desk? I think not. Because, like, at work, I got a backup hairbrush, Listerine, and deodorant that is my same home deodorant. It's just the backup. Alternative thought is it could be a panic buy because I know that I've been in dire situations where I needed something and then the convenience store only really had a couple of selections and I was stuck with a not great choice and I went with something that I normally wouldn't use ever ever so it could be that but you know if you went to a giant market where there's a lot of options and still landed on axe well that sucks man yeah You know, honest to God, what I'm envisioning is probably what happened is he experienced not having deodorant on at work and then drove to the gas station that's down the street because we live on top of a mountain, so there's not a lot of options. And they just happened to have a bottle of Axe body spray. that's what I'm saying. And that seems like a reasonable purchase at that point. Go apologize to your boss for mocking him. No, he's bald. I'm not apologizing. Bald oh, now you're attacking no bald apologies. people. <laughs> God, we're going to need to make so many apologies on this podcast. Fuck. This is the most controversial episode of We Have That Podcast at Home. Uh, um, Back to the original thing is uh, teenagers, extra smelly because they're going through all kinds of hormonal changes. And perhaps they weren't completely in tune with how to combat those new smells that they're that they're giving off. Biggest ones, proper diet. A bad diet will make you smell worse. Uh, washing completely, scrubbing, exfoliating. When you're done showering, this is important. This is important because I know that there, I have a lot of um, uh, friends. I've, I've known a lot of like overweight people who like I shower every day and I have this weird smell. This is important. Use a clean towel a clean dry towel yeah that is a really big one that a clean lot of dry miss. towel if if your towel's mildewy guess what so are you it makes it it makes things way worse and then like you you dry yourself off and guess what your shower meant nothing yep you just nullified that bitch real quick all right i didn't mean to give actually good advice in that <laughs> Okay, well, and here's the thing. I feel like you're answering this question from the perspective of a preteen asking the question, which I don't think is quite the way it was proposed. Right, right, right. Because I think the question, how do I de-stinkify a preteen, is coming more from a, a third party that is experiencing a smelly preteen. So my suggestion to you is to carry around a can of Febreze that has a scent that you like, and just anytime you see a preteen, Island breeze. just <laughs> right in their face. Probably and don't pepper really spray your kids. Over. We don't condone pepper spraying your kids. We'll apologize for that in the next no, video. No, Gambage doesn't condone pepper spraying your kids. I condone pepper spraying <laughs> your kids with Island Breeze. If it makes them smell less, absolutely. I mean, there's also the 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 glaring issue 
of what happens when you begin to get mature with those hormones I was there then talking about. Um, you get a lot of urges. Dude, wash your sheets. Yes, Jesus Christ, wash the sheets. Uh, use some okay, starch. Okay, also, adult PSA, when you're not a fucking degenerate teenager, still wash your goddamn sheets. Lots wash your sheets? Wash their sheets like once a month. You should really be doing that like like once a week every two weeks yes agreed uh also when you wash those sheets wash your pillowcase because you don't think about like have you ever just like your pillowcase like you'll when you wash your pillowcase and then you like lay down into a fresh pillow you're like oh wow i didn't realize how big of an issue this was also like you ever look at it it dirties your face like if if you're an adult and you're still getting acne for some reason and you're not like eating a ton of garbagey greasy food it's probably your pillowcase the high likelihood. Again, good advice. Stop this. Okay, switching. <laughs> we got to switch questions because you're answering this too legitimately, and I'm not. Up I apologize. For it. Um, the next life pro tip that was sent in. I just had actual. In, I, mean, I just had like a lot of thoughts on that because I thought about it a lot. You know what? We've all been a smelly teen at one point, and I honestly appreciate that you took it seriously because maybe somebody out there is a teen and is listening and does need to know how to not be smelly uh, or also, doesn't know they're smelly side and note, can switch it up. This show is not for kids and children. Oh, God, no. If you thought this show but was But it for is for children, teenagers. Go for it. You haven't listened. Yeah, no. Just like not like like three and under. But, like, like cool teenagers where, like, your parents let you watch South Park and shit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. The next next question is, um, how do I empty my bowels in the morning? I think the obvious one is coffee enemas. Yeah, I was going to say. Coffee enemas. So, I actually watched this thing where people were giving themselves coffee enemas. And they say that it regenerates them and, and does all this stuff. And in no way harms your liver. Have you ever experienced, not experienced, but heard of perennium sunning? Isn't that where you just like give give your asshole a tan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and people think that because that section of skin does not see daylight often, it is able to absorb more nutrients. Not sure the science behind that, if that's has any legitimacy whatsoever. But if you look up on Google, safe search can be on. Look up perineum sunning. It is the funniest fucking thing because people are just doing like wild ass legs in the air yoga poses and spreading their cheeks. Good you don't for see them. anything, but the just the imagery, fucking hilarious. I would say if you want to empty your bowels in the morning, drinking at l- like I would say just drink espresso and wait. But if you already do that and you're not experiencing it, maybe just up the quantity. Sodium, like lots of sodium. If you already have four shots in the morning, make it high. Eight, sodium add- diet will give you nonstop diarrhea. Now, don't start this if you're constipated because you're thinking like, oh well, I'll just make all my poop into diarrhea. That that's no, logic. you're just building that a is not dam sound that's going to explode. That, yes, and it is the worst. It doesn't go around. No, speaking from experience. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Did you once build a poop dam in your own ass? I, I feel like most of us have. You're a shit beaver. <laughs> shit beaver. I'm not eating poop. Fuck you. 
I don't mean you're eating poop. I mean you <laughs> built a dam of shit in your own ass, and then the shit river pushed out your fucking beaver dam. Um, it did and... not push sh- anything out, actually. <laughs> you're a shit beaver. You can't get away from it. You're a shit beaver. I've never built a dam of shit in my own ass. No, I mean exploded. like I mean like as as far as being a beaver goes, you're really bad at it, so you're a shit beaver. Oh god, yeah. No, my ability to build a dam doesn't even extend to my asshole. Everything just floods out. There's no stopping it. <laughs> uh I think having constant constipation is just as bad as having constant diarrhea. Absolutely. Dude, my uh my sister will talk to me about feeling constipated frequently. And I'm like, how do you live your life? Because I don't poop for like a day and I am annoyed with life. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just, I, and to be fair, I have a coffee the next morning and fix it, but like, fuck that. Nothing's worse than like going to bed, not having pooped for the day. And you're like, Ugh. <laughs> like Ugh. you're not a, you're not a person anymore. You're just like a machine that's not working. Full of shit. Yeah. And, like, what's worse is start eating fiber, boys and girls. Because if you don't, like, what'll happen is is you'll you'll start taking portion shits. And you'll find yourself, like, being done in the bathroom because, boy, it's been an hour or two. And Angry Birds, your phone's starting to die. Uh, so you have to get up. And then you realize there's still more in you, but it's not quite coming out. And you got to deal with that for the rest of the day. Ugh. Yeah, Awful. Buy a bidet. That's what that's what all this <laughs> is leading to. Yeah, every time I go to your house and use your bidet, it's been like a year or six months since I've previously used that exact <laughs> bidet. And let me tell you, I don't know whose setting I choose, whether it's yours or Brittany's, but it never hits where I think it's going to. If it's the default, that's Britney's. So at the very bottom, there's like a one-two thing. If you slide your your finger right on that, then it'll use yeah. the second one. That's mine. It's 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 Max. I think I use Britney's, and it's always in weird places. And I always question, like, am I weird or is Britney's butt weird? Britney has a misplaced. Know. Britney has a misplaced <laughs> anus. It's it's a medical condition, and I I don't like you bringing that up on this podcast. Well, her and her misplaced asshole need displaced. to get it together. Displaced. It's displaced. Sorry, her and her displaced asshole. I was also correcting me because I said misplaced, but no, she she knows where it is. <laughs> <laughs> she knows where it is. It's just not in the right spot. It's like when you put the fucking the ladle back in the incorrect location. You're like, why is it in this drawer? My anus is misplaced. Turns out it was at the beach suntanning the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, I was just having a perennium sunning kind of day. All right. Um, what was this about? Pooping? Oh, right, poop. Uh, yeah, pooping in the morning. How do? How can I poop in the morning? If you take a laxative, I think it like we're we're gonna call it like a, a working morning again. So you, you're trying to be at work at like eight a.m. Let's say you leave at seven. I think if you take a laxative at like four or five, you can probably for bed. sure vacate your bowels. Cause I've never I, taken a laxative, been, so no, you, I don't you know the take it, You want to take it the night before. You want to take all of that mm. the night before because you can't take it if the issue's already there and you're on the clock. You've already fucked yourself. You're you're done. 
Call into work, go back to bed, start over. <laughs> you're a, you're, you're a, done. No, call into work, go back to the bathroom. Why would you go back to bed? You're going to shit on your sheets. We just talked about washing those. Laxatives don't make you explode, stupid. <laughs> You've never taken them. No, I know, but if you're going to... No, I've never taken them. But I'm saying if you're calling out of work because you took a laxative and you're going to shit the whole day, maybe go hang out in the bathroom, not your bed. Uh, what can happen, though, is if you are super constipated, eventually you're going to need to get medical assistance. And there's nothing worse than having uh, compacted feces that, that a doctor has to, like, scoop out of you like a ravioli <laughs> tin. <laughs> like a ravioli tin. Why was that the comparison you chose? I'm not saying I've experienced this. I'm not saying that the doctor uh, said it was like scooping ravioli. <laughs> I swear to God, my doctor did not directly compare these two. Yeah, uh, it's 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 rough. Nothing's worse because like eventually you can't go on your own no matter how hard you try. So like. Something needs to get that out of there. Nom saying, and that's the only way. Otherwise, you could go septic and die. It's it's very serious. It's not okay. Have you ever? I'm no. I'm pretty sure you have. Have you ever watched Rick and Morty? I think like the very first episode when they have that big ass seed that they have to stuff up Morty's butt. So one time, I helped give somebody an enema. And then they described the shit that came out afterwards as the seed from Rick and Morty. Like, the exact shape, similar size. Like, that's horrifying for you and your butthole. I mean, you're basically, like, at that point... Because if you are compacted, it's 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 basically hard as a rock. It's, like, white and calcified. Uh, that is the same as that scene where, like, you are putting that giant calcified spiny rock of a shit back in you that's happening that's awful (laughs) okay i'm moving on to the next question because you're Um, a coward you're not helping this person no i think i distinctly said take a laxative you gave the time frame coffee enema said sure Yes, laxative followed by a coffee enema. For sure your bowels are going to be empty by the a.m. You do both those things? I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't do the, the coffee enema before. and then go to bed hoping to shit in the morning. No. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I'm <laughs> saying you take your laxative the night before. You have your shits or whatever. By the morning, you do your enema before you go to work. If fucking everything's cleared out, fantastic. Smells like a coffee bean every time you fart. It's fantastic. Oof. It's better than coffee breath. Coffee farts. Is it? It's gotta be. Uh, I mean, I'll never know, and that's, coffee that's breath a good thing. Coffee breath just feels like you're decaying from the inside. I imagine a coffee fart smells I agree, more yeah, like, like when you smell like a fresh cup of coffee. Especially like if you taste it and you're just like, Ugh. Yeah, when it's bad coffee. One time I went to a diner, and the coffee that they gave me, I shit you not, it straight up smelled, like, smelled, um, smelled and tasted like pinto beans. And I was questioning if the mug had just been in a sink or an asshole pinto beans or if the coffee was brewed in a brewer that had been soaked in pinto beans or if we just ran out of coffee beans so we added pinto beans unsure 
but pinto beans. Gotta say, your first mistake was ordering coffee at a diner. Oh, yeah, always. It's never the right choice, but it is a choice you have to make when you're at a diner and you need to shit that morning. Like, Denny's coffee is reserved for, like, the tweakers that have been up for 58 hours. Absolutely. Do not disagree. But when you need to take your morning shit and you're struggling... You gotta order if I have to take coffee. my morning shit, I wouldn't be at De- actually no Denny's is a, but I wouldn't be outside out in the world <laughs> until I've taken I my wouldn't shit. Wouldn't be outside. What if you have to wake up really early? What do you mean you wouldn't be outside? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like if I if I haven't taken my morning shit, I'm not leaving the house. I'm not. You just refuse. Yeah, I refuse. Is that why you had so many sick days when we worked together? No, those are for other things other it wasn't because you couldn't darker things beaver damned no, your own ass a couple of them were and a couple like of them darker were darker things darker like visits. it wasn't fucking uh goddamn final fantasy release days hey i requested that day off <laughs> that it is was actually requested. one of my all-time favorite things is that you put a note in the manager's office being like i will be sick these days three months from now because that is the release date i also did it for avengers endgame i got the midnight tickets and i'm like i'm not coming in at all that day that was a really fun midnight release though uh also a good time uh quick life pro advice for people who work in the public um that job it's not a time off request it is time off notice you're not saying can i have these days off you're saying i will not be here this day this day and this day yeah, fuck your management if they try to be like, no. If you schedule me those days, then it is your fault. You are short. If you're like, well, then you're calling in sick. I guess I am because I'm not going to be here. I'm telling you so that you don't have any schedule conflicts. I don't need this job. I can work anywhere. You think you're the only fucking special McDonald's? No. One of the most bonkers things I have experienced as somebody who is a manager of like all things at a place is I was really worried when I started this position about scheduling and people wanting to take vacations and shit because I was like, I know that that's been the biggest point of contention with all of my previous jobs is I will tell them I'm taking X to X time off and it's always a fucking big argument of being, being like, well, I already bought tickets, so you're fucked either way and I don't care if you write me up, so oh, suck a yeah. dick. Oh, yeah, I love the Black Bye. Friday. I love the Black Friday m- m- notices in the break room. Like, don't, I don't get your never, plane tickets yet. Like, no, I'm going to. I Fuck never you. worked a single Black Friday at Staples. Worked there for three years. Yeah, I never gotta say, their one. Black Friday is fucking mild. It's, I think we're no, over the Black Friday craze. No, it's dumb as shit. No, well, also, it's staples. Nobody yeah. thinks we have anything, so we're just kind of exist, like existing in the overflow on Black Friday. Yeah, like, who, so, who chooses to go to uh, staples over Walmart? No, the But also, in this day and age, where, where Cyber up. Monday exists and buy online, pick up in store, yeah, no, there's no shit. need to line up at the doors for anything, anything. That's that's done. That is, that is a past thing. That is cable TV. It is a dinosaur. It is over. Yeah, it is a thing of the past. But now that I am a manager that is in charge of scheduling all of my staff, which my staff is pretty fucking extensive and involves like different outlets and shit, I have never had a single fucking problem with people taking days off at all. And it always baffles me that it's an it was an issue previously because I'm like, it's well, not a big deal. Oh, one of you's gone today? Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, either 
you know, this person, do you mind working an extra like hour to this day? Or, or it's just like, Hey, it's just the two of you. You guys cool with that? I'll hop in if you're busy. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. No big deal. That's because the place you work at is mature and it's not this corporation that doesn't care about people and it's grinding people to the face. And you also, your place has the ability to uh, introduce more people to the workflow. Um, when I was in charge of scheduling, nobody could hire anybody. So people just quit and the schedule just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. Yeah, that is valid. <laughs> it was awful. Anyway, yeah, enemas. Yeah, anyway, uh, beaver dams, shit, ass, enemas. Doctor um, If you want to poop in the morning, if you want to poop for sure in the morning... Take a laxative, do a coffee enema, have a coffee, I have a cup of coffee before your enema. Alternatively. No, that's it. Alternatively. You can't poop in the morning without those three things. You can shell out a lot of money to your doctor to have them on call in your house. To ravioli scoop out of your ass? To get that that back scratcher up there to like scoop it all out. (laughs) Picturing the little wooden bag scratcher that has like the three fingers. Exactly. That's that's <laughs> just perfect. raking out a colon. Just like to get that ice cream scooper up there in the morning. Like you're paying a lot of money for this, by the way, but you will be set. Wait, I used to professionally scoop ice cream and I imagine it was probably a lot harder than shit. Do you think I could get paid or do you think I need a doctorate to scoop shit out of somebody's ass? I think if you talk to the right people who are looking for this niche employment you will not need a doctorate at all (laughs) fair enough you just find a rich crazy asshole who's just like finger my asshole in the morning like you don't need a you don't need a certification oh so just just call elon musk there's no way that man doesn't pay somebody to finger his asshole in the morning Uh, i'm sure he pays a minimum wage yeah, absolutely. I didn't say he paid them well. I said <laughs> there's no way he he doesn't pay somebody then to do that. Then why quit your job for that? I'm actually I'd recommend minimum wage if it was a nothing job. I mean, think about it. You're you're fingering scooping you're, shit out of somebody's ass is a yeah, nothing but job. There's no way that's a day that's a is daily he thing. You? You're on call. Wait. You're on call. But yes, but is it like for if most I'm of the days call, of the year you're not touching Okay, Shit. but here's here's my question for you. There's something else so, wrong. If am that's... I getting paid minimum wage for every hour of the day? As in, I'm getting paid, you know, whatever the minimum wage is for your state, 24-7 to maybe scoop shit out of his ass? Or is it like, I'm forever on call, and if I happen to show up that day, I'm going to get a $15 paycheck? Uh, I like to think of it as is there's a certain period of time, like a shift where you're on call, and you're getting paid salary, but when you are called in, you oh, get okay. a bonus. Oh, okay. So you're you're making X amount of money. Yeah. No matter what. That's what I wanted to clarify. If I was like, if I'm just making fifteen dollars to go scoop shit out of Elon if you're Musk's taking ass, a human I'm gonna person, scoop it back into his ass. If you're taking a human person and you're forcing them to to deal with the shit inside of you, like whenever you want them to they will be getting a nice paycheck i'm not saying like in reality fucking rich billionaires are not doing that because they cheap everything out but in my fantasy world you're getting a full paycheck oh god yeah no if i'm employing somebody to scoop shit out of my ass on a semi-annual basis no you're you're making a decent salary while i await you to arrive (laughs) <laughs> so that I can arrive. 
<laughs> yeah, so that the beaver dam in my ass can get broken down. All right, we really need You're... to move on from poop. <laughs> You're reclaiming the natural habitat of my. We're butt losing. Hair. We're losing so many listeners. The the few listeners we built up, they're gone. They're not here the anymore. The singular listener we had abroad, or the, sorry, the two listeners we had abroad are gone <laughs> forever. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> we loved you while you were here. So keeping with uh, the concept of the morning, what is your morning routine and how do you get out of bed fast is how the question is written. And I got to say, I don't understand why there's such a problem with this, because if you want to get out of bed fast, like just move quick. Some people have a really hard time. Um, I feel like no, but the, the... No, the question is not how to successfully get out of bed. It's just how to get bad, out of bed fast fast yeah fast and i'm saying if your goal is just to get out fast just fucking just go i gotta say you gotta time yourself you gotta get better each time um i disagree you do not want to get out of bed fast no you want to get out of bed i can i used to be able to break records with how fast i got out of bed like Brittany like came up to me one day and she's like it's a problem because like she would get scared at like how violently i would be like jump up out of bed and and I'd, and I'd be out. I'd be moving so fast and, and she'd say, stop it. Uh, and then my doctor told me to stop it because <laughs> and she'd say, stop it. I didn't realize like when you, when you sleep, your body's relaxed and, and uh, was your this muscles what was causing the beaver damage your ass. Was no. you getting out of bed so fast? Your butthole clenched together. Uh, no, this is a different area of my body. No, what happens is, is if you get up too fast and like you don't stretch your, your feet, you can damage the nerves and, and bones and muscles in there. Really? Yes, I know. Interesting. Um, no, cause, cause I have hurt my foot a couple times and I'm like, I don't know what it is. And I, I definitely went to doctors and they were like, don't get out of bed so fast. Stretch, stretch, stretch your shit, your shit first. That can't be real. I was going to say. It is real. Consist- Why would I bring Look, it the fuck up, I was stupid? I say, if you're consistently getting out of bed fast, you should stretch before you get in bed. But it's fucking hilarious to me that you have been to a physical human doctor and they said, oh, yeah, you've got, you strained your ankle because you've got out of bed too quickly. Yeah, it Slow happens. Slow it down there, young buck. Because because you're tired, your muscles are like sleepy still, so like you're you're No, it makes you're logical jumping sense. And you're jumping and you're hitting them. Um Look, it makes logical sense, but picturing the fucking conversation where you're like, Yeah, I like fucked up a ligament in my leg and your doctor goes, Yes, you're getting out of bed too quickly. You need to take your time. It's <laughs> take fucking your time. hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah, I mean it's it's real. I didn't think it was until it happened, but I definitely had to tell Brittany, you're right, can't jump out of I bed anymore. I can't rocket myself out of bed anymore. Well, like, you know, I, I kind of hate sleeping. I like to just be up and I'm, I'm ready to do shit. I got, I got shit to do. No, I feel that. I used to be, and I could still do it. I used to be a, like, wake up 10 more minutes before I leave for work kind of a person. And now I just don't give a shit, so I'm just late. Um, <laughs> and honestly, the, the biggest hindrance to me I was a problem time, person before, but now I'm a real fucker. <laughs> now I'm a real fuck of an issue. Honestly, the biggest hindrance is my dog does not want to get out of bed in the morning. But... She has to get out of bed to go. Oh, push pee the blame outside. on a wild fucking animal. She's the opposite of a wild animal. Are you kidding me? There's n- this creature, 0% wild. We Maybe 2% 
we once tried to snatch a like a rodent off the ground. But no, if she went and lived outside for like two days, I think she'd be she'd be good. She'd be like, I'm back. Let me in. Nope. I'm done. <laughs> I'm out. This was cold. This was wet. I'm uninterested. Nobody fed me treats. Fuck this. It's fair. What is something short and meaningful to say to somebody experiencing a hard time? Um, um today someone I'm not going to say their name cuz you told me last episode that I was obsessed with them. <laughs> um but someone told me they were going to a memorial and I said Oh shit. Oh, what perfect. Happened? I don't know about anything about this. <laughs> No, no. Um, Jasmine was talking about trying to get time off for the Halloween party this weekend. And I asked, I was, I did like the, oh, I'm so sorry. And then she said, I don't really know them. So like, it's just like an extended relative. And I went, oh, perfect. Fain yeah. emotional turmoil. Like, I and have just to go be to there, the party anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of genius. I, absolutely. But also I then realized like as a human in the world of humans living and dying. I just said, oh, perfect, to someone being dead because it was convenient. I, mean, I guess it depends on how well you know the person. Like, if you barely know them at all, like, you, you definitely want to stay in whatever character you're establishing with them. You know, like, if you've established yourself as, like, this cool guy, then, like, you got to be like, damn, that's not lit. Damn, bro. Oh, man. It, it's very important. Especially, like I, I said, if you're... I gotta go, because, like, my personality ain't built for this conversation, bro. I'm Bummer so sorry, is, bro. is... Poof. Gone. Bummer is probably the best thing to say to anybody. Especially if it's over text, like, my grandma died. Bummer. Yeah, I just go with oof. Yeah, because oof is, oof is, like, a very immediate, like, oh, that sucks. But it's not, like, saying that sucks, because that seems disingenuous now. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Oh, that sucks. Because, like, people that do that, like, it kind of, at this point, kind of sounds like you're not even listening. Like, oh, man, that sucks. That's crazy. Yeah, man, sorry. Like, you're you're indifferent. But, like, oof is, like, you're you're physically in pain over this. Like, oh, wow, I felt that, man. Oh, I'm sorry, girl. Yeah, bro, that sucks. I'm I'm in physical I'm in physical pain over this for you. I'm so empathetic toward yes, you. Yes, I felt it so much that the air exited my body in a quick fashion and made the just, sound. Oof. oof! I made sure to text oof. it though, so you knew. Yes, I wanted to make sure you were aware of the situation. Yeah. I just feel like when somebody sends you something that's really heavy, just like a a nice R.I.P. That's it. Yeah, rip. <laughs> Whether somebody died or not, just generally. I lost my job. Rip. Like the Rest other peace, the, the other night, like Brittany was at McDonald's and she's like, "Hey, do you need anything?" And I said, "Rip." Rip. The other day when you said you were constipated and you were trying to shit, I just said, "Rip." Yeah. <laughs> it really works for so many things. It really does. I mean, because it's yeah. not just rest in peace. It could be rip anything. Like, um, with with rip Brittany, ass. it was it was rip like like uh, McRip. I want. Yeah, I, I want the McRib, but it's no. It's, I want the McRib, but it's Halloween themed, <laughs> so it's McRib. Well, and when you like, when your homie's about to do like a a sick trick on a skateboard, Rip works too. Rip, Just yeah, like, rip it, bro. Rip that shit. Yeah, your homie's about to go into an interview. Rip. You gotta rip, rip it. it. And if somebody's yeah. doing Beyblade, that in that case, you Fucking don't say you don't say rip, rip it. it. You don't. You're like, 
good luck. I hope you win. Yeah, break a leg, <laughs> my guy. How do you respond when someone always tries to one down you? And I like this question because I've met a lot of one uppers yes, yes. and it's a frequently talked about concept, but there is a lot of people in this world or there are a lot of people in this world that like to one down you. Yeah, and it is a very different type of conversation that I would argue is significantly more difficult to navigate. Yeah, they're known as Debbie Downers or negative Nancys. And the best thing you could do is remove them from your life. I don't oh, care God. how well you know them, they are bringing you down. Like, yeah, no, just it sucks on. that, like, like they're clearly not helping you or supportive of you because you're going through a rough time and their response is not to help you, it's to victimize themselves away from you. And that shit yeah. is toxic. You, you just, you just cut them out of your life. They're not doing anything good for you. If, and that's like, the what was her name? Carrie Kondo, Mary Kondo, the the Sparks Marie Joy bitch. Kondo, Whatever. I, I didn't. I might be wrong. I have a lot of We're useless shit wrong. in my. I have Continue. a lot of useless yeah. shit in my house, and I'm not throwing any of it away. That's that's what this conversation. <gasps> no, no, going no, no, towards. no. The the point of her deal is like if you touch something and it brings you joy, keep it. If it means nothing to you, get the fuck rid of it. Yeah, but like hoarders are stupid, and they touch, and everything brings them joy. They're not throwing away moldy toothbrushes because it brings them joy. Yes, this, this spore of mold on top brings This procedure joy. is already flawed. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, use that for people. Like, does a person bring you joy? No, then, then get rid of it. Like, even if... Well, and that's, that's not to say, like, you can have a complex relationship where you've known somebody for a long time and you have a good rapport and they're going through a thing. Like, that's not to say go throw that person out yeah, the like, fucking window because like, they're experiencing depression. Like, maybe, you know, be there for them through that. Like, your friend's but... boyfriend died and they're going through a rough time and you're like, ugh, every time you come over, it is just such you a downer. You just want to talk about Harvey and I don't understand. Like, just we like we talked about it the thir last Thursday when he died. I don't want to hear about it again. But, 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 if you're doing that, then you are the Debbie Downer. You're one you're you're one downing them now because you're victimizing yourself. Like, oh well yeah, things are rough for me because I'm dealing with situation. you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a you and know complex. It, then you are the one subject, downer and you need to be taken out of their life. Yeah, especially with like complex issues. Yeah. But yeah, no, like don't don't throw somebody out a window, but if somebody is consistently, even when things are going well in the world, just like the fucking bearer, the harbinger of doom. Like, nah. Defenestrate those bitches. The fuck does defenestrate mean? Google it. It'll be fun. I'm Googling it. Okay. Throw out a window. Oh! Yes. Yeah. I like rare. Throw someone out of a window. <laughs> yeah, let's defenestrate so many people. I was talking about defenestrating people at work today. Like, literally or metaphysically? No, like, some people at work piss me off, and I want to throw them out a window. So, nice. like, not literally, but... Well, I mean, if they're making your life hard, then yes, get rid of them. Exactly, defenestrate them out of your life. Defenestrate them out of employment, out of your life. I think that, uh, that, that worked. We, we definitely hammered that a bit of advice out. Give me a new one. Yeah, I think so. Um, what so items... Goody. Do you carry to make life a little sillier? I 
used to have a good answer for this, but I don't anymore. Um, I carry me around to make life sillier, and I just all that I do when I'm bored is pull pranks. I mean, that makes yeah, life it's, sillier. it's it's literally just a phone with a bunch of funny pictures on it that I'm like, oh, look at this. Like that's that's it now. But before phones, <laughs> it would be um confetti. Confetti, dude, dude, Rachel, you've never experienced the joy of like when somebody's like explaining something that you don't care about. And then you, you just, just keep a blend. No, 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 no. You're thinking. I like my you're, option you're th- better. You're thinking. No, you're thinking incorrectly. You're like throwing. Okay. No. What you need to do is you need to keep a straight face, a little bit miserable, like kind of show a little bit of a scowl, and you yeah. hold the confetti in front of you and just like sprinkle it down, just with so much disdain, so little enthusiasm. Like, congrats. See, I was more of thinking you keep that same disdainful face, but you very enthusiastically chuck the confetti in the air. And what I mean by that is the enthusiasm never touches your face, but your hand motions like, ah, and the confetti rains down but then, see, while you see, stare that at them sends with the stare signals. of a thousand stares. That sends mixed yes, signals. that's the point. You, you want to be like, ugh, I'm doing this out of the kindness of our friendship, but like your body... Your body language is still miserable and unenthused. You want to stay unenthused the entire time. It's the equivalent of like saying thoughts and prayers. Oh, God. (laughs) That's what you can say to somebody when something bad goes on. Thoughts Thoughts and and prayers. prayers. But that's me one downing you because I also just want to post on the (laughs) internet about how I'm there for you when I'm really not. I'm, I'm super not there for you. No, God, no. I'm emotionally unavailable as hell. That's why social media is fake. The only thing real is cryptocurrency. Tell me more about that. About non-fungible tokens? Well, I'm glad. Yeah. You see, with, with blockchain, I... So the next life pro tip is how to stop being interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, okay, I experience this in my family a lot. We like to talk over each other a ridiculous quantity. And when I was a kid, it used to hurt my feelings a fuck ton. And then one day my mom, I think, looked at me and went, if you just keep telling your story after we've gone on a tangent or burn through somebody's tangent, like, it'll circle back to what's going on over here. Like, just keep talking and don't worry about the fact that people go on tangents because tangents are fucking normal and human. Yeah. What I do is because I uh, I am an introvert with ADHD, so I'm very, like... Uh, I'm, I'm anytime somebody's talking to me, I'm always looking around when you're talking and giving me your long bullshit stories with, with no real resolution. And a lot shut of up. Details, I like to just say, I'm shut looking up out the, the window the entire time. But, uh, in social situations where like, you know, like I'm able to see that person who's trying to tell a story and like everybody had stopped listening to them and they're on their own thing. I actually maintain eye contact and allow them to unburden their story onto me. Mind you, I have no idea what they're saying. I cannot hear it. The music's too loud or like I can't focus on your boring fucking thing. But I want you to keep talking like, oh, oh, yeah. Like I know that everybody else is ignoring you. I'm here for you. I'm your rock. Yeah, that sucks. But I don't care about which Pokemon game you preferred. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) But it's important Uh. to be the crusader for the little person who gets interrupted. Yeah, I like I feel like it's easier to address the if you're around somebody that gets interrupted cuz I mean if you're getting interrupted, 
I think just roll through it and keep talking or, you know, decide whether the story was... Or you keep you know, looking like around, scan repeating. scan for the eye contact with you and then so you can keep talking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because there's always one person that's listening. I that's me. Like to try to. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you that I like. Even to if to I'm not listening, person. I I want you to. to no, to... yeah, I want you to feel like you're being listened to. I think another way to do that is when somebody goes on a tangent. If you realize that someone just got shut down and you're the only person making eye contact, is you can just be like, "And you were saying yeah. really loudly." And and I've done that too. Go where on. like, if I'm the one on the tangent, like I realize that like somebody else is trying to talk, and I'll be like, "What were you saying about X?" Or like, "You said something. I don't remember what because I don't remember anything. What was it?" Huh? I mean, this whole podcast mm-hmm. is just interrupting each other. I edit the episodes. I know. Um, I really like this question because I feel like Anakin from Star Wars answered it. Because you don't like sand? Yeah, it says, how do I get sand out of my shoes? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I mean, the reason why uh, that, that line is so iconic, that I hate sand, it's coarse and it gets everywhere, is because everybody sand. thinks that. Everybody's had that yeah, same thought. Everybody said it. Yeah, fucking likes it, dude. Nobody likes sand. Nobody's like, C- Wow. <laughs> No, I got I just got sand in my ass crack. It's the best exfoliating yes. experience I've ever had. It's better than the coffee enema I gave myself this morning. It's like cats licking between my toes constantly with every step. I love it. It's the best. No, so this question really speaks to me on a deep Star Wars Anakin level. How to hate without suffering. What? How to hate without suffering question mark that is a very deep philosophical question that i don't think can be answered (laughs) through advice like at all if you find out please (laughs) tell me like there's that there's that old um um like line you see in 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 gift shops and and buddhists say where it's like if you have anger and you're holding on to it it's like holding on to a burning coal you're really just burning yourself yeah, but, like, what do you hate that you can't remove yourself from? Um, I mean, it all depends. So, like, there there are certain things I hate, like, uh, like, I hate Facebook comments. Okay, I stopped using Facebook. I'm no longer suffering well, from it. Yeah, well, but I guess, like, if you, you know, extend that concept, like, if I hate something about myself or an emotion i am currently feeling Uh, then you can't it's much harder to remove yourself from yourself so i guess i did kind of think the question i I feel like the question is also like how do i hate somebody or hate something and continue to hate it without feeling bad about it and then like but the answer to that is simply nothing because it's you you're asking to how do i justify stewing in my in my my bullshit yeah well and it's like realistically if you don't fucking like somebody at work don't get me wrong that's gonna be a point of contention Uh, like like work's just an example of that's gonna be a point of contention all the time you're gonna come home and be like fucking sharon did this bullshit again and that's totally fine to like have place for it but i think that's the important thing is have space for it do not let it consume everything You know, let it annoy you at work. Let it annoy you for the five minutes when you come home and you're venting about your day. And then just be fucking done with it. Because you know what? Hopefully, Sharon doesn't fucking live with you. 
Yeah, it's it's because it'd be weird if you came home to complain about Sharon to Sharon. Now, I mean, if you hate something like if you if you hate something about you, like oh, I hate you know how my my hand my hands bend in a weird way, a bad example. But uh, if you hate something like that, like like something that's like a part of you, or something that can't be changed, it's just a matter of finding a different perspective of it. Finding like what's the silver lining? What's the good? What what is is this this thing that you find negative? Is there anything good about it? Um, in a lot of cases, no. Yeah, but I mean, like, I think finding love for yourself in the face of that type of situation is definitely a skill that takes a while to learn. But once you do, is invaluable. Of, yeah, you know, like, like my nose is crooked. I can't change the fact that my nose is crooked. Most people don't fucking notice that, but I know that it's crooked. I didn't notice it, but I'm going to look for it every fucking time now. Oh, I'll send you a picture. It's like 12 <laughs> degrees off. <laughs> is it like Tom Cruise's middle tooth? Yeah, probably. Where it's like, once you see it, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, yeah, his okay, middle okay, tooth okay. doesn't. His, yeah, his tooth aligns with the direct center of his Fun face. fact, my bottom tooth has that. Does it really? Um, it's it's not to the same degree, but like if I smile, like and you put a line through me, my bottom tooth is definitely no. like not quite there. Yeah, well, and here's the goddamn thing: humans are imperfect. Like, there's not a particular we standard are, that everybody gross, needs to reach. Fucking, we are gross, fucking ravioli-filled, porous, yes. blob monsters. And it's fucking. We don't okay. even deserve happiness. Uh, no, I would say the opposite of it's okay to be a ravioli blob monster. Everybody deserves happiness. Granted, happiness within reason, if you're a serial killer and you gain happiness from murdering people, you probably don't deserve it. What if I'm murdering other murderers? Well, then you get in the whole Dexter complex and then it's like, all right, does, you know, your God make this decision? Do I make this decision? Do they make this decision? That's way too philosophical. You know, I know that Batman's just like, I don't kill people because if I killed then there would just be one more killer. But like, do you ever think that he's like, I kind of wish somebody else would kill Joker though, like that. Doesn't that would just Batman, tie this whole bitch up. Doesn't he drop his I don't kill people shit in a couple comic book series? Uh, sure, but they're not like canon. Like that's not the character. Like there's a Superman doesn't kill either, but there's the whole injustice thing where he's a fucking dictator murderer. But that's not Yeah. That's not the character. That's just like a, a like a what if kind of scenario. Boop, boop, but I mean the yeah. core of Batman is is he doesn't kill, but like you know, he, he like he, he'll never kill Joker, but maybe no, he he's probably like, takes I really wish someone else like, would kill him. And he's like, just make my job hey. so much easier. He sends a text to Gordon and is like, wouldn't it be funny if you like shot Joker? Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Or not. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I'm just a silly girl. Burrito. <laughs> so random. Rar. Rar. XD, XD. <laughs> And that's that's the Batman uh, I know. Yeah, he's just a he's just a silly guy. What is an unspoken rule in the workplace that everyone should know? Oh, this is a new question. No, that was quick. Don't um, microwave fish. That's that in that's the a public gimme. microwave. I mean, that's a gimme. Don't, okay, fine. Different one. Don't microwave popcorn if you don't know how to fucking microwave popcorn in the public microwave. Because it will forever, yeah. even if you do know how to microwave popcorn, yeah. honestly, will forever make that room smell like popcorn. I also, um, I hate popcorn. 
like microwavable popcorn. I hate it because it I always, like uh, for sure, every 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 time, popcorn will always smell better than it tastes. I think you just make shit popcorn. No, I've I've eaten like like movie theater popcorn. Like ah, then you eat it and you're like, this is okay. This isn't. This isn't equating to the joy that I felt when I smelled this. And I've got kernels in my teeth. Ugh. I No, okay, I will say that is the backfall of popcorn. I like how popcorn smells and tastes, but the fucking kernels that you have to rip out of the space that shouldn't be a space between your teeth afterwards, fucking obnoxious. Also, the existence of popcorn has inspired Jelly Belly to create a popcorn-flavored jelly bean, and there just there's war crimes because of that that's okay, not okay look, the existence that is a war crime of harry potter inspired jelly belly to create a fucking booger flavored bean because now they have an excuse for I, it i mean so, you know my feelings eh. on harry potter but i i think the concept yes, of they're the strong birdie and they're negative yeah the the birdie bots flavored beans like oh haha ha, this one tastes like throw up why does that exist who, yeah. who came up with this? Who like, was like, this is some vindictive fucking asshole? It's not okay. I don't know who... It's stupid. I want candy, but I don't want to also kind of not enjoy it sometimes. I guess people do that yeah. with like the wasabi-filled chocolate or whatever. Whatever. No, but that's like if you like spice, I feel like. Like maybe you're you're pranking other people for it, but it seems, I don't know, it seems gratuitous to me. But you already know my opinion on on Harry Potter in general. Not a fan. And I liked it before J.K. Rowling was a bigot, so fuck you. <laughs> Wait, did I just say I liked it? Yeah, you did. Oops. That's why I laughed. No, I... I I'm just going to play that back for you. I liked it before she was a bigot. <laughs> I mean, I did. It's going to be my new soundbite. I'm just going to play that randomly. I mean, I did like it when I was a kid. I, I when I read it as a child and I'm like this is really good and then I grew up and I'm like it's a children's book I don't really I don't read Clifford the Big Red Dog and make a fucking Pottermore account around Clifford the Big Red fucking dog because I'm an adult now no I think it's totally fine to be like Harry Potter's cool but yeah the books were ill written until about the like the sixth one yeah 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 I, but I mean, I even by then I was already like I don't like Harry Potter anymore, and then I just found more reasons not to like it. And then J.K. Rowling's a bigot. I'm like, oh well. And the disingenuous arguments I see all over the internet. Well, what did she say specifically? She didn't. She didn't say anything anti-trans. It's like she she kind of fucking did, and she donates to all these anti-trans organizations. But she, what did she say? Link me, source me. That sea lining bullshit. I could go without it. Yeah, I was talking about um. I think Chick-fil-A to someone recently. It's come up a couple times. And I was like, yeah, I've never eaten a Chick-fil-A and it always confuses me. Yeah, I've never had Chick-fil-A People of either. the LGBTQ community eat at Chick-fil-A. Because so I was like, they actively but, donate to shit that's against yeah. your, like, your life. Not even belief system, just your life. Yeah. And then... um. My favorite was I was talking to this about somebody who's like not in the LGBTQ community and they were just like, well, why do you, why do you have a bug up your ass about Chick-fil-A? And I was like, I just don't eat there because of this. And they were like, well, they said they stopped doing that. And I was like, yeah, and I can say I 
stop fucking hiding my nail trimmings in your pillow. It doesn't make it true. You never, ugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you don't trust brands. Brands will lie to you to get you to pay money oh, to Oh, God, like, yeah. Fucking corporations the and their Pride Month shit is just, like, Very corporate but... bullshit. Like, yeah. they're, I mean, like, are they actually supporting it or are they doing that because the, the climate's changing and the new power behind capitalism is pro pride yeah well and my thing is like don't get me wrong i'm all for corporations pushing topic because it you know benefits them fiscally because like yeah target pushing um you know pride and pushing composting and sustainability is i mean they back money grab so yeah, but, like, I, I, I'm just using them as an example. Right. I'm not necessarily true. I'm just throwing out a fucking name because, yes, all of the corporations don't actually support these things. It's more of just, like, a the more mainstream shit grabs onto these things because they think it's a money grab for them, the more it actually snowballs in that yeah. direction. Um, it's kind of like the same thing of when movies start having representation because yeah. it's bringing in money for them. It's one of those things where it's like it's this weird middle ground of, yeah, are you absolutely just creating a bullshit thing that you don't believe in because you think it's going to you know, get people into the theater to buy your tickets? Yes. Is it probably going to work? Probably. Does it at least start the snowball of representation that eventually hits a point of probably appropriate representation? Possibly, I don't think it hinders that sometimes. It, I mean, it really doesn't. It does, like but, you know, like making the, Ariel black. Like that was a big thing on the internet for a while. And um, I mean, I felt like they're they're really just making a live action Little Mermaid just to flex their copyright, so they could still kind of have it around. And like, see, yeah. we're still using it. Uh, I don't care what color a fake mermaid bitch is. I don't. I don't. Uh, it, it doesn't matter to me if she's white or not, but like, you know, if somebody out there find positive reinforcement from it, fucking awesome. Good for you. Happy. Yeah, exactly. And it's like representation as much as yes, it should be done with care when it, even when it's not like it's still to some degree representation of like, that's, yeah. that's still a gay person in media. That's still a person of the same like ethnicity and race in media and that's as long as it's, you know, not portrayed in like an evil, awful way. Um, like that's still positive there, a representation. Lot of, yeah, there's a lot of little ones, too. Like uh, I only found out um, uh, one of one of the co- our, our co-workers at Staples brought it up to me. But I only found out recently about the kill the gays trope. Yes, that's a big thing. I was like, just about to bring that up. Of like, it's like, oh yeah, there's gay people, but you never see them kiss, and then one of them gets killed off, and it's it's yep. it's, it's a deep seated weird thing that I didn't even no, realize was a, a thing. A weird bullshit thing, but it's also still like, hey, having that gay person in that show at least helped pave the way to have gay people in a show that don't get immediately murdered or don't kiss on screen. Right. It's kind of like the same concept of a. a what is it? Um, Legend of Korra had a, like Asami and Korra are supposed to have ended up together, but Nickelodeon kneecapped it. And they were like, nah. So all they do is like hold hands and walk into a portal. 
and like have a super close relationship. Yeah, it's I, like I still feel like that's of, kind of disingenuous though, because it's like they want their cake and eat it too. Like, ooh, we'll do her together, but we're not showing it, so Christian well, moms in like, Utah can't get mad at us. Yeah, but the creators wanted them to be together. They did. And yeah, kneecapped yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So like, this is what we had, but that still like that concept paved the way for shows where it's like now you can watch a kids cartoon and two you know female characters can kiss and it's not like oh my god, uh, like, it what still the is, is oh it? my god. I mean, no, no, no. It, <laughs> We're not it there is, yet. No, no, it is. But the point is, it exists and is yeah. on TV. You know what I mean? I, I, like, like, yeah, I, like I was fucking saying, middle-aged white people who pretend like they're Christian are still going to get offended by it, but... Uh, and and I uh, sometimes it is just like a little out of the way and it does seem pandering like, oh, my boyfriend. And it's like, you just brought that up just so you could, you could fucking wave the rainbow pride card around. And it's mm-hmm. like, do you, do you support, you know, same sex marriages or are you just kind of like, you just know who your viewers are and you're just trying to make them happy. Yeah. What I was saying is that, uh, it is it is disingenuous, but I honestly feel like the corporations are seeing how the climate is changing. They're they're seeing all of the younger viewers are very progressive in this aspect, and they know that like, well, all of our old crazy xenophobic homophobic um, viewers they're gonna die out. So we really need to jump mm-hmm. on this because they're going to be the majority in ten, twenty, thirty years. We need to appeal to them. Because yes. that that's what it's going to keep our, our company growing. Like We have longevity yeah. with them. We don't with, with old racist people. Well, and as much as that is a corporate greed grab, like there's still going to be a little kid that grows it, up and it watches do, it does show warm my heart. or goes somewhere that has a rainbow pride flag and is like, oh, like I'm not rejected. I am welcome. This it, is it normal. Does, this is okay. Yeah, it does warm my heart because on one hand, like the corporations don't care and they're just like pandering. But at the other hand, like th- we're winning out and the old people are dying and they're no longer relevant. You're you're out of the you're out of the room talking so far mm-hmm. is you're not even thought of when it comes to to what's happening now and that's pretty cool. Yes, and we can only hope that that actually continues. What is the best thing to do if someone walks up to you and asks for money? I like to say supersize this bitch and throw change. No, that's actually horrible. No, what you got to do is you be like, oh, yeah, man, I got a 20. Let me let me just and then you pat yourself down and be like, oh, shit. And you go, hey, can I borrow 20 bucks? By the way. I, when I speak about this scenario, I'm not picturing like a person in need walking up to you or your vehicle and being like, hey, like I'm falling on rough times. I need my I'm picturing like uh, some coworker at work was like, oh, I forgot my wallet. Can you like can you lend me a couple bucks to buy a coffee? And I'm like, supersize this bitch <laughs> quarters to the face, quarters to the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe in the fucking 1960s. Yeah, quarters aren't supersizing anymore. anything. Oh God, no! Why do we even have coins or, Dude, or? You know how expensive McDonald's is nowadays. Yeah, you, got, you used to be able yes. to get breakfast for like a family at McDonald's for like twenty bucks. I can buy breakfast for like three people at work and myself, and it's forty fucking dollars now. Yeah, you remember the five dollar foot longs at Subway? I mean, Subway's nasty anyway, but like they used yes. to be like five dollar foot long, and now it's like twelve dollars. Yep. Like, ugh. Is it really? 
I don't know. I don't go to Subway, but you like I don't know. It just seems like how the market. The other going. day, Brittany was like trying to tell me, and she's like, "Oh," and, and then I said, "Oh, give me a minute," and then I never gave her a minute. That wasn't telling you to give me a minute. I know. I was looking <laughs> for another question. Because <laughs> this one was. How it. do I stop myself from eating chocolate? Stay out of Willy Wonka's factory. Uh, what you gotta do is you gotta get uh, you gotta go to one of those shock conversion therapy camps. Ignore the gay people. What you're gonna want to do is you're going to want to go through a specific program that shocks you every time you think about chocolate, and eventually you you gain uh, like negative reinforcement to like 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 wince at chocolate. You'll never eat chocolate again. Yeah, so that's like the hard, like the hard cold turkey sort of way. That's of not doing cold things. turkey. That is a long process of that electric, is, uh, electrocuting well, you. Cold turkey is yes, just like no more and then dealing yeah, with the withdrawals. Yeah, that's why I said the hard cold turkey because you're also saying no more, but you're adding an electrocution <laughs> as a negative reinforcement. Um, if you want to go a different way where you like gradually cut down what's going on, I think if you're like, a, I'm buying a chocolate bar kind of person, what you do is you switch to like a chocolate syrup that's only eaten with other things. So then you're having these other things. And then you switch to, you can't have the chocolate syrup anymore. It's just going to be like cocoa pebbles or like cocoa rice krispies. And that's your only form of chocolate for a little while. And then you're going to downgrade further to like a chocolate peanut bar deal where it's like, it's a little bit of chocolate, but it's also a lot of this other thing. So you're thinking like And then it's going to be like, yeah. And then you're going to be like, all right, cookies are the game because they've got chocolate chips, but they're not entirely chocolate. And yeah, you're just going to slowly do that until you're officially like a, a sugar cookie kind of person. No, what you want to do no is you required. want to you want to make a promise yourself, a New Year's resolution about being and shopping ethically. Like you don't want to deal with with Nestle chocolate. That's child labor. Boo. No. So you want to be ethical from now on. Like you you want to shop ethically. You're stop buying no more Nestle things. So you'll still eat chocolate, but you are now buying the ethically sourced expensive chocolate legitimately buying ethical chocolate is a great way to go because it's going to be expensive as shit it is and and you will... and then you're going to be asking me to buy you a coffee at work because you can't afford it because you buy ethical chocolate and i'm going to throw quarters <laughs> at your face and those quarters can't do anything because again we're in a yes expensive they club. can't afford ethical chocolate they can't afford coffee they can't afford to supersize this bitch they're just quarters you can maybe play pac-man right. Well, I think we gave some pretty solid advice to hopefully somebody who needs it or not. Um, oh, God, yeah. That yeah. one New Zealander That's... that stopped listening after the first 10 seconds heard a lot of really good advice. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they listened to one episode total and were like, not for me. And they You're didn't like, even get nah, offended at, at what we were saying. Um, so we passed. Good, good. Then I won't so have to issue an apology. We, we gave some advice. We helped some people out. I feel like we were very uh, positive person. Now let's pass some judgment. I, let's, I feel let's like find we were a very positive person. Be negative. We earned it. We got some kudos bucks today, and we're going to spend those kudos bucks immediately. We're not saving it. We're spending them to judge an asshole. Fuck yeah. I love judging assholes. Some of them are too puckery. Um, you know what? That's rude. I shouldn't judge people's assholes. Uh, okay. Everybody's asshole was created differently. I, I grabbed a random one from the pile. Again, I don't know the context. M-I-The-Asshole. 
Yes. Rachel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Instantaneous yes. Am I the asshole for wanting to limit my brother-in-law's access to my unborn daughter because of his dating choices? Am I? Can you read that one more time? Am I the asshole for wanting to limit my brother-in-law's access to my unborn daughter because of his dating choices? Will his access still be limited after she's born? I assume, bad wording, <laughs> like I assume yeah. that, you know, she's like, when, you know, I'm unborn daughter now, but I'm promising he's not going to be near her. Like, I'm venturing to guess probably not, because if you're limiting somebody's access to your future child because of their dating choices, they probably make bonkers fucking dating choices. I mean, you can, you can... You don't need an excuse to limit your child to really any well within reason, but you you if you don't want your child around something Look, toxic, no, no, no. that's fine. You don't fine. need an excuse. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't have to be within reason. People don't need an excuse to do shit with their kids. Also, what if they'll this, just do it? What if this brother-in-law only dates sexual predators? Yeah, exactly. I, that's I what I'm want, saying. Yeah. I'm like, if you're limiting this person, is is the brother-in-law's dating choices other children? Because that's a red flag, and I wouldn't want them near my kids either. Yeah, I'm going to go with not an asshole, and I'm curious about the details. Uh, I feel like if they posted this, they're probably an asshole, so we're going to get the context now. We'll see. I, 31 female, am pregnant with a girl. My husband, 33, has a younger brother, 31, who he's very close to. Uh, sorry, whose he's very close to is what is written. Yeah, read it accurately. Damage. I'm a pregnant with a girl. My husband has a younger brother who is he's very close to. See? What is uh, that? However, <laughs> who is he's very close to? You see? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. However, I recently told my husband that I don't feel comfortable with the idea of his brother spending much time with my daughter once she's born. It's not because of my brother-in-law himself. We're not close, but he's fine. The issue is his life choices. Uh oh. Or what a row? Uh, is is the brother-in-law gay and you're limiting access because reading. you're a fucking bigot? Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, He's not married, has no intention of getting married or having kids, and dates only for sexual purpose. He dates multiple oh. women, and the only thing he has in common with them is that, like him, they are extremely good-looking. He's highly intelligent, yet he has no interest in meaningful relationships I spoke to him about his choices a few years ago, and after accusing me of being moralistic, he claims that he always uses protection and he never leads the women on. Which I call BS on, as I, can, I can't I can imagine any woman with an increasing ticking biological clock would oh, willingly God. be in a relationship which she knows doesn't have a future. Not to mention Jesus. what women, what woman would want to be with somebody who may not even remember your name in a year's time. This is I the most this... anti-feminist rhetoric. <laughs> oh, the turn this took. <laughs> I mentioned this to my Fuck. husband. However, he called me an asshole and said that it was ridiculous to limit our daughter's access with her uncle just because I don't agree with his legal dating not choices. Even like, not even like, hey... Look, since you like don't date people that Jesus stick around, Christ. can you not introduce your girlfriends or your your sexual partners to my child? It's just you don't get to hang out with my kid because you don't want a long term. You're destroying the sanctity of Jesus's relationships with people. And Marriage means nothing to you. Oof. Stuff. Oh 
God. She used ticking biological Talk clock. about middle-aged white people pretending they're Christians. They're, they're, she's only 31. That's, I don't know. Maybe I mean, I, I think 60. that's middle-aged for me because I'm going to die young, but yeah. I like to think like 30 to 50 is middle-aged. Yeah. You know? I mean, people say 50. Like, I'll be like, I'm middle-aged crisis. And they're like, you're not anywhere near middle-aged. Look, I'm, I'm middle middle age, bitch. That once I'm sixty, I'll be middle aged. But I think for most people, thirty to fifty is a solid middle age group. Yeah, if I'm thirty five now, that... like I don't see myself living to seventy. That's that's middle age enough. <laughs> you're like, I don't need more of this. <laughs> no, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, you're... Your husband's correct. You're and not you're an idiot. Okay, you're not an asshole. You're the piece of shit that's falling out of the asshole. You're you, you can't even stick around and be the a, a, a functioning piece of the body. You are you're what happens after I take a lack a laxative and a coffee enema. You're you are just a bunch of brown raviolis tumbling out <laughs> of an asshole. Oh, it's edit. It's a shit-themed episode. It's, it's weird. Edit. I probably should <laughs> have clarified weird. that he generally goes onto apps like Tinder, which makes it worse, as the women he dates tend to be of a certain type. Bitch! How does that make it worse? What? That doesn't make any sense. Oh, he didn't meet them in person, and they're just trying to get laid. It's worse. What? There is nothing wrong what? with and with wanting I to like, just get laid. like Especially if you're not like, leading them on... Power to yeah. you. Go have that orgasm. Nobody cares. Well, some people care, yeah. but their opinions are dumb. Like the, the only thing that you should care about is, you know, like if you enter a sexual engagement with somebody, making sure everybody enjoys it. That's it. Ugh. Like, I don't understand the fucking. I love uh, they're of a certain type because they're of a on certain Tinder. type. Like harlots. <laughs> Strumpets, like I promise you, trollops. someone you are f- friends with met their now husband, boyfriend, significant other, whatever, on Tinder. Whether they've admitted it to your judgmental ass or not, it yeah, is happening it's... around you. What an asshole. This person sucks. This person's not cool. No, you're an angry butthole. It sucks that your daughter's going to have to deal with your bullshit. Yeah, because they're going to have a really cool dad and a neat uncle, and you're just going to be a fucking dick. Seriously. You're the type of parent that your kid does not want to know once they're an adult. Well, that was an easy one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fucking asshole. Done and done. Stamping done and approval. done. Bruh. I thought it was. I thought she was just going to be a homophobe, or, but I guess it's... I'm sure she's a no, homophobe she's also. She's just slut-shaming her daughter's uncle. You know, it's the people that slut shame who are always like, like just worse behind closed just doors. Worse people. It's always yeah. people who slut shame that cheat on their husbands. Like it's always that. Yeah, well, because you're just fucking like projecting your own weird insecurity shit onto other people. Correct. Being like, ah, you're a terrible person because you sleep around, even though I'm currently married and sleeping with a mailman. But I'm not going to tell you that, because why would that be relevant information of this yeah. conversation? Well, I mean, like, you know, we, we earned those good kudos for, for, for helping people, so we got to be an asshole. But, like, I still feel justified calling that person an asshole. Yeah, because they're a fucking asshole. Yeah. Easy. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, guys. 
this has been We Have That Podcast at Home. If you liked what you heard or just fucking hate everything we just said, please like and subscribe on your most favoritist <laughs> podcasting place. Um, you can comment and tell us how much you hate us. We would love that. But still like um, us. If you hate us, still yeah, like but, us. Yeah, because, you know, that's how we know that you really hate us is you follow us to keep harassing you see us. you see you give thumbs up to people you like and then you give sarcastic thumbs up to people that are really disappointing you exactly and how will we ever know if we're disappointing you if you don't communicate that yeah. to us and we could tell the difference between a thumbs up and a sarcastic thumbs up so don't worry yeah, about no, that we we'll, we'll filter it out yeah we know what's up don't worry we won't we won't take it the wrong way whether you liked us or not, if you want us to talk about a thing, email us at whtpah at gmail.com. That's whatpud at gmail.com. Um, you know, we'll talk about your shit on here. Or not, or if we'll it's really dumb. Your uh, nonsensical dwarf hate mail. You know, whatever floats your boat. This has been We Have That Podcast at Home. I'm On Brand Rachel. And I'm On Brand Gamage. And this was our off-brand podcast. It's over now. Don't even look for the next episode. Yes. It's over. Just skip. Skip ahead to the next podcast. You don't need us in your life anymore. Um, next week, we will be tackling... Fucking bitch. I told you. <laughs> you said you were going to stop. I don't think I said I was going to stop permanently. I might meditate I, I pro- for that I think episode. I, I think I dreamt it and I was happy. I woke up with a smile. Yeah, probably. Glad I could fucking ruin your day. Next week is fiction. Ooh, fiction. I love fiction. Which is exciting. So next week we'll talk about fiction. Uh, join us next time now that we've escaped the outback and have pissed off all the Aussies. Next week we, we talk get to about talk- fiction. We'll get to talk about fictional things. Those are things that aren't real, like the female like orgasm. Like New Zealanders. Snake clitorises. (laughs) We suck. Goodbye. Bye.